welcome to the Lug Life Podcast. My name is Adam. My name is Sherry. Sherry Beth, what episode is this? 79. Episode number 79. You almost <laughs> forgot, didn't you? I did. We literally just talked about it and it was like 70 something. I was going to say, I saw on your face a little bit of hesitation. Correct. But you got it. 79. Good very, me. Very proud of you. Yep. Um, today we're going to be talking about something that feels appropriate for the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. but we didn't plan it for this time of the year. Right. Uh, we were having a conversation recently talking about, you know, just kind of life, upcoming podcast topics, things that we would like to have, just a discussion or a conversation around. Mm-hmm. And we started talking about um, a tattoo that Sherry wants to get. Yeah. Which led to a conversation around the topic that we're going to cover today. And that really is um, evolving as a person, growing as a person, changing as a person over time, mm-hmm. the danger of staying the same. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're going to talk about. But Sherry, I want to start where our conversation started with your tattoo idea. Yeah. Tell us about it. Well, so I want to get the word evolve. Is that because you're a big fan of Charles Darwin, huge into evolution? (laughs) Is that right? (laughs) Well, no. Um, But I, I, um, it's, it's because over the past couple of years, um, you and I have had a lot of these kinds of conversations, um, probably really the last decade, really. Uh Um, it's just been a little amped up the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, but just just about, you know, the danger of being stagnant, um, the danger of never changing, of holding on to everything you are and think you are so hard that you just never become. Yeah. I think. Um, and so, yeah, my, so my, my tattoo idea is to get the word evolve and or the word become. Um and, and, and just sort of, I don't know, just, just that thought, like I want it somewhere that I can see it and that it can just remind me that as a person in all aspects of my life, you know, physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, all of the things, um, that I need to be evolving and changing and, and yeah, that's, that was kind of the thought behind it. I love that so much. And we have shared a lot on YouTube, and I think we've talked about some on the podcast, how that is a process that you really have been going through. Yes. Um, and it's a process not just of evolution, but really of like self-discovery. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's kind of where I want to start this conversation, because you can only start where you are. Right. Right? Like, like who you are currently, where you are currently, this is like our starting point. Yes. And I, I think that it is important to realize or remember that who you are right now is a product of everything that has been before. Mm-hmm. Um, your childhood, all of the good and the bad, all of your circumstances, all of your... Um, beliefs that were given to you or that you have taken hold of. Um, Every experience that you have been through has made you who you are, um, for good or for bad. Yeah, you are, and I know it's very cliche, you are a product of your environment. Right. You are a product of the people you've been surrounded with. You are a product of, you know what I mean? And so, Of your circumstances. That's right. It's like that is your experience that has created the person that you are. Right. Um, And so I think that that's important to know that, like, sometimes... You had things to do with that, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I had things to do with that. You know, good decisions, bad decisions. Yes, I've influenced who I've become, but there were a lot of things that just that just were. Right. Right, that growing up I didn't have control over. Mm-hmm. And so... For good and bad. I mean, it's, it's mm-hmm. the good and the bad. Absolutely. All of it. 
And so when you're starting, you have to start with where you are. Mm -hmm. And that's just the reality of it. Um, And I really like the word evolve because, I mean, even thinking about like the evolutionary theory, the idea is that it would be change for survival in some ways, right? It's like we see the process of change, the process of evolution um, for food source or process of change or evolution for climate and environment. Mm -hmm. It's, it is change in order to survive. Right. You know what I mean? It's like that kind of thing. And I think that for a lot of us, um, we start with where we are. We take a look at, we take inventory of our life. We take inventory of our emotions, of the traumas that have happened to us, the blessings that have happened to us. And sometimes we say, um, there are things that maybe are needing to change. Yep. Right? Maybe there's like growth that needs to happen. I see some things in me that just I'm not necessarily okay with. Right. And so the process of growth and of change uh, over time or or evolving mm-hmm. um, really is like a one step at a time kind of process. Yes. It's not something that can ever just like happen overnight to like become a whole new person. Yeah. Um, ever. I think that it's always going to be a process. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I just think that it's really important to embrace the change and embrace the process because there's nothing you can do to speed it up or slow it down. It just is. One of the things that I see happen a lot is when somebody reaches uh, kind of like approaching the age of adulthood, which is sort of the, I don't know, in the 20s and 30s. Sometimes it even happens later. Sometimes it's earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are trying to, quote unquote, find themselves, discover who they are. That can sometimes be a hurtful process for parents because what they take that as is they take it as a rejection of whatever they did it's like oh they're rejecting like the beliefs i gave them or the right exactly all that when experiences we had together when a lot of times that's not the case at all right it's just simply that as we grow and as we go through life and as we have more experiences Mm -hmm. we continue to learn right you should or yes exactly you should (laughs) some people don't and and i think that's also a problem yeah absolutely and i think that that's that's one of the really important things to remember is it's why we love travel. Yep. Because the more you travel, the more people you are exposed to, the more cultures you, uh, the more cultures you experience, the more people that you get to have conversations with, the more that that wars at things that you may hate, the more that it wars with things like bigotry or racism or classism, you know what I mean? Like all yep. of those things. Yep. And in life, we learn from and we grow from and we evolve from the experiences we have. Right. And so as you go through life, when you're 30, you had more experiences than when you were 20. When you're 40, you had more experiences than when you're 30. Mm-hmm. And so I think that the goal is that as I live more, I learn more. As I right. live more, I experience more and I... I grow more because I have more opportunities and things to grow from. Right. Um, and there's <laughs> there's a line in a song, and I know that I just, I do this a lot. I remember song lyrics. Um, I actually, just, you know, I appreciate that about you <laughs> because I love how things like that stick out to you. Yes. And so, um, and I, I'm trying to think, I think it's Ali Moss. I might need to actually look up that. Um, 
but I believe that it is in a song called Prisoner of Hope, but the the line says you can't see anything new if you don't change where you're where you stand. Hmm. And and so I I just think that it's that's really important. Like you have to be moving and changing or nothing will ever look different for you. Okay, I want to talk a little bit about your journey. Yep. So what is that looked like for you? Um, and I mean, share as much or as little as you want to, but just kind of, because I've had a front row seat <laughs> to this. Yeah. And so like, what's the, what's it looked like, but also like, what's it been like? What are the emotions you felt as you've been kind of going through this? Right. So I, for me, I think that it has, it has, it always starts with um, reflection, mm-hmm. um, which is usually fairly painful because it is um starting from and i think you you said this starting from a place of humility and maybe there are things about me or things that i believe or um things that i say or do that are in need of some tweaking or removal altogether yeah and that's i mean the reason that humility is so important Mm -hmm. in the process of change is you have to come to a place where you admit oh I might not know it all. I might not have learned it all. And I might have been wrong on what I learned. I might be wrong. Right? Like, right. So so humility, I think, is one of the most important things that without humility, I don't know how you change mm-hmm. because you feel like I don't need to change. I, I'm perfect. Perfect. Yeah, kind <laughs> right. of. Let me be clear. There's not one single perfect person on this earth right now. Right. Yeah. Um, and so everybody is in need of change and tweak and removal of wrong things yeah um and so for me it has looked a lot of different ways um but it does always start with some kind of reflection Mm -hmm. and just being brutally honest with myself now i think that there are different ways that i have actually approached doing this i think some things are like oh i actually believe something different than i used to like it i it's a it's a changing or a morphing that i didn't realize was happening and Mm. now i'm like oh I actually don't think I believe that anymore. And so, so what does that mean for me? So it's kind of, it's change that happened over time that you almost, I don't want to say you didn't notice, but you found yourself in a place where you realized that change had happened. Right. Rather than like, oh, I'm going to do this and change. Right. Okay. I'm going to, to do a process to make this a change in The my change life. just the, naturally. The change just sort of yeah. happened. Okay, that I, makes sense. And so kind of looking at that and saying, okay, is this a change that I'm happy with or um, do I want to keep pursuing this change or do I want to go back mm-hmm. to, you know, whatever. Um, and then I think that there, my sister and I have been kind of throwing this word around a little bit, unlearning. Oh, this is so important. Um, and, you know, unlearning things that we used to hold very dear that were maybe harmful to ourselves or to others or, um, things that we just need to let go of and and unlearn and relearn or just learn new things. Can I talk about that for a second? Yep. Because I think, as I mentioned, there's like humility is really important in that first step. One of the things that's really important in this step is grace for yourself. Yes. Because a lot of times when it comes to unlearning, you can get to a place where it's like, oh, you beat yourself up. It's like, I can't believe I believe that. I can't believe I became that. I can't believe I, right? And so we mm-hmm. we don't extend the grace to ourselves that we would to others. And we just are so hard on ourselves. Right. And I just feel like in this process of growth, have grace for yourself for screwing it up because you move too fast 
or not changing because you move too slow mm -hmm. or whatever the situation is, like right. whatever you find, like remember that the goal of change isn't to beat the crap out of yourself <laughs> because you like messed up. Right. And I do think that there is, you know, some things that I have made myself unlearn or um, made myself let go of that now kind of looking back, I'm like, mm, maybe I was wrong to change. Yeah. Like maybe I need to go back to what I used to hold dear and, you know, move back in that direction. Because I think that, you know, maybe I thought that I was wrong and oh, I was wrong about being wrong. So well, and I, I love that, Sherry, because I think that part of this process is the willingness to try new things. Mm -hmm. And you know what I mean? Like, yep. look at things from a different perspective. Yep. And sometimes you see something one way and then you have humility and you say, you know what, maybe I have been seeing this wrong. Mm -hmm. And so you step out and you look differently, right? You you look at something differently. You believe something different. You, you just do something different. And you realize, actually, I had it right. Yep. And so then you go back to that. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's not a... It's not always black or white. Sometimes you need to step into the gray to see like where you should be. Right. To see things more clearly. And I, and I think that, so there are some things that I moved away from that I have been moving kind of back toward, maybe not as far as I used to be. Um, but I, I just think that it's important to do, yes, have grace for yourself mm -hmm. and, and realize that you're not going to do it perfectly. You're never, never, nobody's ever going to change perfectly no that's you're gonna make mistakes you're gonna have missteps um you're gonna fall down on your face a couple of times and that's okay and there'll be there'll be times that you evolve into a worse person and you'll be like whoops <laughs> let's go back well i don't like right? that <laughs> and one thing before we move past it because i think that this is one of the areas that you and i have like walked with people for the last several years mm -hmm. a lot in um and i'm going to use faith as an example of this yeah. so because of our stage of life because of our age over the last, I would say, decade, we have seen a lot of people, a lot of friends of ours, people that we just love so much, mm -hmm. who were raised in the church, in Christian households, in like mm -hmm. that kind of Pretty setting. Strict. Um, what's mm -hmm. that? Pretty strict. Pretty strict, but just like that was a big part of their life. Right. Yep. And they've gotten to a place over the last decade where the pendulum is swung the other way and they've come to a place where they said, you know what? Like, I'm rejecting all of that. All of everything we're having to do with church. Yep. Church, Jesus, mm -hmm. like all of that kind of faith element. And I'm, uh, I, I've lived that. I've done that. I'm rejecting that. Yep. But what's really interesting is I would say the majority of them, mm -hmm. the pendulum, because this, this happens a lot with us, uh, not just with us, but like with all humans, mm -hmm. is that we find ourselves in one place and we don't like that place. We don't fully agree with right. that place. And so what we do is we swing the pendulum to the far extreme. We're right. like, well, then I'm going to get as far away from that as possible. Right. The problem is that sometimes what is needed or the truth or where you need to be is in the middle. Correct. And that's what we're seeing a lot of. We're mm -hmm. seeing a lot of our friends now kind of come back around. And it's not that, I mean, not that they haven't been there. I mean, we've kept them in our life. We've, mm -hmm. They're still they're our friends. Um, and they're now starting to say, you know, I... I want to have the Jesus conversation. I don't want to have the church conversation because I still think that that's like super toxic and there's like a lot of trauma and abuse there. Mm -hmm. But I want to have the Jesus conversation. Right. And I think it's interesting because we're having, I mean, lots of friends. Yeah. That the pendulum is now swinging back somewhere in the middle. Yep. And I think that that is what change looks like. I agree. And um, yeah, I and I, I think that it's it's finding 
your truth and, and like what that looks like. And sometimes you're going to go too far. Sometimes you're not going to go far enough and you have to keep going. Um, and I think it's just important to to realize that it's a whole process. I do want to push back on you a little bit. Uh-oh. Is that okay? Yep. Because I don't like the term finding your truth. Okay. And here's what I want. Here's what I want to say. And we talk about this a lot. There are things that are closed-handed and open-handed issue. Yeah. So sometimes that is true. Mm-hmm. It's like finding out what is true to you. Sometimes there are things that just are true. Right. And so finding your own truth is sometimes just wrong. Well, yeah. Finding <laughs> your own truth sometimes can be a term used to say there is no truth. Mm-hmm. Just go discover what you think is true. When it's like the reality is like, well, not really. Like sometimes right. there are things that are true, right? Yeah, there, I would agree with that. There is a right and there is a wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if your truth is like, I think I'm going to be racist. Nope, your truth is wrong. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. like that's just true. It's like, yeah. that's like, it's like your truth is not racism. That's, you know. Um, <laughs> right. And so I think that this is one of the things that we talked about mm-hmm. though. You and I have very much evolved in this area that both of us 20 years ago, we would have probably had a list of 50 things each. Yep. Maybe more for you because you were raised in a youth group. Um, <laughs> that were like yep. close-handed. These are issues I'm not willing to budge on or compromise or even discuss or look at differently. Right, because this is truth. Yes. And there is no other way to see it. And the reason you felt that was largely, again, because of how you were raised, where you were raised, the mm-hmm. environment you were raised, and all of right. that kind of stuff, for good right. and bad. Yep. I would say now, both you and I, if that list was 50 things 20 years ago, my guess is it's a few things. Five. For us now, <laughs> right? Right. But here's the thing. I believe deeper in those close-handed issues mm-hmm. than I ever have. Yep. And I feel like it has helped me become a more understanding person. Like, um, you know what I mean? Like, yep. I, I just feel like talking about growth and evolution, 42-year-old Adam is a much much better person than 22-year-old Adam. Yeah. And I have far less things that I'm close-handed about when it comes to, like, I refuse to budge on this. Right. And I think that a big part of that is some of those things just sort of we thought were closed-handed and just sort of, like, slipped out anyway. Like, they just Uh needed to go away and we didn't even notice that they went away. And then we're like, oh, well, that's fine. Yeah. Um, You know, but then I think that there were, you know, a bunch of things that we... You know, we would we would have said twenty years ago were hard. You know, just core beliefs. We are we will not budge on them. Yeah. And as we have grown as people, we can kind of open our hand and say, okay, let's let's actually take a look at these. Yep. Let's dig into this a little bit. What is it that I truly believe about this? Um, not not necessarily just what has been told to me my whole life, but like I'm going to do my own research and like, what do I actually believe about this? Yeah. And um, some of those things became open-handed or just went away altogether. Yeah. And um, and I think that's actually really healthy. I think that um, if you have this huge long list of these core beliefs that you refuse to budge on, um, I just that I t- to me, it just feels like you're not growing as a person. Then I yes, I I agree with that. I think that if if you can say. 20 years ago, all of the same things that I believed, that I experienced, that I did, that I'm the exact same person 20 years ago, or that I am today, that I was 20 years ago, I'm not saying that that necessarily is a bad thing. What I am saying is in humility, 
take a look and ask that question. Hey, mm-hmm. I haven't changed. Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Right. Like I, I always remember uh, a friend of ours would say this jokingly. He'd say, I've been married to my wife for 12 years. And in that time, I've been married to 10 different women. <laughs> right. right. And so it's like, and in some ways, like that's obviously a joke. But, um, but that's also kind of true because you and I have been married for a little while now. Yeah. And I have probably been married to, <laughs> I'm just, I'm actually just thinking about this. I've, I have mm-hmm. not, I haven't thought about this before. At least three different Sherry's. Completely different people. Completely different people. But here's the thing that I'm so proud of you. I can genuinely look at you and say that the progression of change that I've seen, you today are the healthiest in all ways. You today are the most true to yourself in all ways. You today are like the Sherry today has grown and evolved and you are a better person today than any of the previous versions of yourself. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, and yeah, you know, my, my boss and I were actually having this discussion because I was talking about, um, you know, interviews and whatever. And like, you know, it, it's been 18 years since I've gone through any kind of job interview. Yeah. And, you know, like, I wouldn't even know where to start with any of that, like if it was needed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just, I really don't, I just, I just don't know. And she was kind of laughing. She was like, uh, I didn't know you 18 years ago, but you are not the same person. No. Like, the last time you had to interview for a job, you were a completely different person than yep. you are now. And and if you needed to do that now, you would nail it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh okay. Yep. Um, you know, and it, you know, it was just it was just kind of one of those things. I was like, that's that's true. Like, I am just a completely different person than I was, and I think that's good. I think it's good, but I also think the way you've done it is good. Um, so here's what I want to say: there are some, there are some people who cannot leave a room in their house unpainted or changed for too long. They literally have to have change. Right. But they don't have to have change to improve. They have to have change because they love change. To change. They're kind of addicted to change. Yep. I would say that there are also people who do that with themselves. Yep. When the way we should be approaching change is asking um, in humility, how do I become a better, more true person to mm-hmm. the things that I believe, mm-hmm. to my core values, to my my theology, my belief about God, my belief about me. Um, like, how do I become a more true version of who I really am? Right. Rather than just, oh, I got to change. Sometimes we change things about ourselves that shouldn't be changed just because we're addicted to change. Because we're bored. Or because we're bored. Whatever. Um, yep. And I agree with that. And I, I think that, and some of it I think is like, you just sort of get used to change, mm-hmm. and so you don't necessarily know how to not. Yeah. Um, and I do, I do remember um, probably right about the four-year mark of when we moved into this house. We were having this discussion about, um, you know, I, wanna, <laughs> I want new furniture. I want blah, blah, blah. And you were like, is this just because, like, you are bored? Um, or because, like, you just don't, you're not like con- like content with where you're at or right what is um it? because we actually need new furniture and yeah. i was like huh <laughs> and you know a big part of it was just like um you know for a big chunk of my life we did kind of move around a lot and we had different houses different furniture different arrangements different whatever and it was just like i i didn't know how to just be 
Yeah. <laughs> and so right about, you know, like that four or five year mark, I was just like, okay, time to move, time to change, time to do whatever. Mm-hmm. And you were just like, uh, is this actually necessary? And it, it wasn't. <laughs> well, that's, so that, so, that's such a good example, Sherry, of, right. of the way that good change happens mm-hmm. is that, oh, I noticed that at four years in, I was ready to sell the house, move, do everything, paint everything, tear things down, kind of like uproot everything. It's like, why did I respond that way? Oh, I responded that way because growing up, this is about the time we would always move. And Mm -hmm. so for me, I don't know how to be settled and how to have roots. And so then we approach growth by saying, Mm -hmm. um, oh, this is true about me. And honestly, I don't like that that's true about me. Right. Right. And so yep. like I want to learn as a person how to be okay being in an eleven hundred square foot townhouse now for like fifteen years. Right. Yeah. Um and it's like that's that's growth. With the you, same furniture and the same yeah, like Yeah, it's you just... recognize something in yourself <laughs> yep. that was happening and you said, I don't like that that is true about me. Mm-hmm. And so you went through the process of change. Yes, I did. Yeah. And, um, and again, like that's, it's not an easy conversation to have with yourself because I was like, okay, why, why do I feel this way? Hmm. And having to kind of dig into that. And so, you know, and again, with the unlearning kind of, I needed to unlearn that at the four year mark of whatever I was, it was time to be restless. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it's, I don't know. I, I, I do think that there have been times that I have definitely screwed it up. I was like, oh, this needs a change. And now I'm just like, well, well did it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Let's maybe swing back a little, you know, back the way I came from just mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, but I also think that there, you know, I, I, for me, it just, I have just really pressed into this in the last two years, I think. But just, man, if you're not, if you're not changing, if you're not evolving, if you're not growing, um, there's something wrong Mm -hmm. and um in all aspects of your life and i think um and i think that it's really healthy to examine yourself and just be brutally honest with yourself about you know core beliefs and is this actually a core belief is it something that you maybe need to let go of is it something that you need to change something that needs a little bit of a tweak um i just think it's really important I remember you and I having a conversation very recently about this idea of midlife crisis. Yeah. Right? We've all heard about this, that you hit a certain age and all of a sudden you want a sports car or all of a sudden age you want to like, you know what I mean, do something. Mm -hmm. Like there's this midlife crisis. And here's what I think it is. You want to uproot your life and change. You want to uproot your life and change. But one of the things I told you, Sherry, is that I'm actually not convinced. Well, I'm becoming more and more convinced that what a midlife crisis is, is that in... Your formative years, we go to high school, we go to college, we get a degree in a certain area, a certain field, a certain direction. We get a job, we're doing that kind of stuff. We're, but up to this point in life, we've largely done what we're supposed to, right? Mm-hmm. Like we've, even if it's not really true to us, it's like, well, my parents wanted me to be this, or my mom wanted me to do that, or my, right? Like we've mm-hmm. become something. It's almost like we were put on a track from a young age. You followed your checklist. You followed your checklist. Mm-hmm. But then the problem is you get to... 40, 45, whatever it is, 50, and you realize that I actually, it's not that, oh, I want to blow life up. I think you've realized that, man, I did life the way I thought I was supposed to, and I'm not fulfilled, and also, I don't think I really know who I am. Right. You know, like, uh, this, and this is what we were talking mm-hmm. about, that people get to this midlife, and they realize I did what I was supposed to, 
and it's not working. It's not fulfilling. It didn't make me who I am supposed to be. I'm, you know. Yeah. And so you come to this realization where it's like, I'm now like midlife and I don't know who I am. And it's interesting mm-hmm. because like I've talked with a lot of primarily guys about this. Mm-hmm. And so many of them basically say that. It's like, I got married, had kids, like wife's great. Kids are great. Mm-hmm. Marriage is great. Bought the house, did the, the minivan, did the things. 100% did all that stuff. But like. When I ask them, like, tell me about yourself. I'm not ta- I'm not asking you what you do. Tell me about who you are. Like, you see the eyes glaze over mm-hmm. because who I am is husband, father, job. Like, I don't, I genuinely don't know who I am outside of those spaces. Mm-hmm. Guys, guys, and I think women too, yeah. get to a certain age and just realize I don't, I never took the time to learn who I was. Right. Oh. I know. And, um... Right. And I, and I think that um, I, for, for, I don't know, luck or what, but, you know, I was kind of thrown into this, who, who are you and what is it that you want from life when I was 39 and almost didn't have a life. And, you know, like, I think that brings a lot of things into very sharp perspective about who I want to be as a person, the things I would like to do and accomplish. And, um, you know, looking at 39 and just thinking, I don't think I'm going to make it to 40. What are the things that I wish I had done? Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. I've never asked you this question before. Um, because a lot of this process for you, as you were just alluding to, was spurred on by your health issues. Yep. If those wouldn't have happened... And life would have just continued as it was. Mm-hmm. What do you think would have happened to you? Where do you think you would have gone? What do you think your like journey or process would have looked like? Um, you haven't asked me this question, but we have actually had discussions kind of about it. Okay. Um, because really for the last decade or so, I have been kind of having these questions and these realizations about myself and kind of that I was stagnant. True. Yep. As a person. And I think that my health issues and kind of coming face to face with death was like, um, it, it made me want to change faster. It made oh. me want to actually like put things into motion and really dig in deep into what I, who I want to be. Yeah. And, um, you know, the kind of person I want to be and the kind of things I want to do, um, but I do think that there was quite the stretch there where I was dying before I knew it. And, you wow. know, not physically, but I think emotionally and spiritually, I was dying. And I I didn't realize it. It was kind of the slow, you know, downhill mm-hmm. thing. But like um I think yeah, I I don't I don't know. I think that I had sort of started to like climb the hill of change and reflection but i think um the last two years have just amped it up a little bit because mm-hmm. the sickness I, I was realized the spark. it was the spark that kind of made me think oh th- like this could all go away tomorrow yeah and so it's like you would have probably continued to process it and think about it and maybe kick the can down the road a little bit right. but all of a sudden like what was 
like the sickness provided the in some ways the urgency it kind of blew everything up for me and i it like picking up the pieces of that i think is where i was really more like i don't need need to pick that piece back up Okay, so... Th- or this piece is something that's very important to me and I want to make sure I preserve it. All right, what you just said is so key. Now, <laughs> you don't have to go through near-death health crisis right. to have this happen. Hopefully. Hopefully, right? Hopefully. <laughs> um, because the reality is, and I remember once life started to return to normal, kind of after lockdowns were over, sort of having this question okay, life has in some ways been stripped away the last couple of years, right. right? As far as the routines of life, the obligations of life, that stuff. And us having the opportunity to say, okay, now what are we going to choose to allow back into our life? Yep. You know, it's like it gave us the opportunity to rebuild, not using the same material that we had built before. Mm-hmm. Because maybe things needed to change, which they did. Which they did. And I, and I think, yes, so I think COVID kind of taught us a lot of stuff. And then I think my health stuff really taught us a lot of stuff. And I think it just, it brought into focus what was truly important. And um, and honestly, you know, some of the pieces that I had to pick it back up were shattered. And I was like, do I want to try to put this back together? Or do I care enough? Hmm. And I, I, you know, some of those I'm still kind of wrestling with. Like, yeah. <laughs> do I, do I care enough to try to piece this back together or should I just let it go and move on? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, maybe this is just a part of me that's died. Um, and I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't, I don't know where I'm going to land on some of those. One of the things that I think has been really helpful for me and just thinking about what, what changes look like in myself, um, it has been... The way that you have approached me when it comes to my changing and evolving and growing has always been really graceful. And I think about like even right now the way I'm picturing it is like it's like a gardener who's trying to help a plant grow. The gardener doesn't stand there and just be like, stupid plant. Just grow. What's wrong like, with you? What's wrong with you? Why are you dying? <laughs> like, grow. Don't, like, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't, like, yell at the plant about <laughs> right. how dumb the plant is. Yeah. But you have really encouraged me and even, like, provided a place that I can grow and wrestle and try things and see what works and see what doesn't. Mm-hmm. But always know that, like, the garden was safe. You know what I mean? Right. That, like. Right. That Same. That I had yeah. somebody who genuinely wanted me to be the best. Here's the thing. I, I fully believe that you want me to be the best version of who I truly am. Right. Not the best version of who you truly want me to be. And that is so, so different. Yes. And I, I feel the same way. And I and we can go back to kind of the faith stuff that <laughs> I have been uh, wrestling with. And we did a whole podcast on like my faith crisis mm-hmm. you can go back and listen to that but i um nice plug yeah thanks um but i i have been so appreciative of the way that you have helped me kind of navigate this and you haven't pushed in any way and you're just like all right let's discuss let's unpack let's you know where are you at on this and um never once have i felt like i have to have things figured out mm-hmm. and um you know, I, I, I've just never, from you, I've just never felt like I'm wrong. 
and that, you know, I have to, like, speed this up and figure it out. And I fully appreciate that because mm-hmm. I don't – there's some things I'm just like, I don't know. I don't yeah. I don't know where I'm at on this. And I don't know if I have the mental capacity to figure it out right now. Yeah. And so we're going to set this aside and we'll get to it when I get to it. But I'm, I'm not there yet. Well, I think that that's where – because there are some people who just put off the process of growth forever – <laughs> and don't ever come back to it. Right. Those, like, that conversation is a little bit different. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. That Like, that conversation is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But I feel like through this whole thing, you and I have enough discussions about, like, the faith element, about that stuff, where it's like, hey, where are you at? Where are you currently? How are you today or this week? Mm-hmm. Or, like, what, you know what I mean? Like, what are you thinking about this? And sometimes it's like, well, this is kind of where I've landed, and I think this is where I'm at. Yep. And then sometimes I'm like, you know what? I haven't even thought about it because I'm just not in a place where I want to think about it yet. Yeah. But in both of those, there is um, – what's the word I'm looking for? There is not um, – gosh. What's it called when – oh, apathy. Oh, right. Yep. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you genuinely desire, even in the things that you're not willing to pick up right now and can't pick up right now. Right. Like, you know that someday that's going to be picked up. It's going to be, and, and I, I don't want it to not be. I don't want it to be that's an apathy thing. Yes. yes. Like, I, I want to deal with this. I'm just not in a place where I can yet. Yeah, totally. And I think that's okay. I think, you know, and I, I have really appreciated just the environment that you and I have tried to build together mm-hmm. to know that this is a safe place to grow or not Well, I think it, I think it helps. I think <laughs> in, it helps that we have both been on this journey together yeah um but i also think that it helps that we talk about this kind of stuff a lot mm-hmm. um and that we've i don't know that there's no presumption that it's like oh nope better not challenge adam because if i like challenge <laughs> adam you know what i mean like he mm-hmm. i don't know he's gonna leave he's gonna whatever like i know that's not that's not gonna happen there's security there's security which allows knowing that i can be like hey we should maybe discuss this yeah so there's security (laughs) which allows us to do the hard work Mm -hmm. of pursuing change yep um so gosh this conversation went a little bit off where we wanted to go but i (laughs) but i actually love where it went because and i was just i was just thinking about this right at the end um probably the last 10 minutes or so that was actually just like <laughs> it felt like we were upstairs in the living room, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Where like, we have most of these conversations, and we're like, "Ah, oh, we should take notes." Yeah. <laughs> what did we just? What did we just talk about? <laughs> and so I think even just like looking back, really the idea, the idea is that um, wherever you find yourself, that is a product of mm-hmm. some things, right? Um, and we are all growing and evolving and changing or we should be right because mm-hmm. the more life we experience the more opportunities we have to learn and to grow and to change and to evolve and if we are not we should be asking the question why am i not right yep and i think that for for young people i'm gonna say 25 or younger okay um so much of who you are and what you believe is handed to you and you don't really get a say in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that as you start to live your own life, make your own choices, you actually get to decide what it is you want to believe, who who you want to become. Yeah. And, um, you know, there are still experiences and circumstances that happen to you. Yeah, totally. But I think that there are still choices that you can make that, steer you in the direction you want to go yeah 
I think that the decade, if I look at my life and ask, okay, what decade was there the most positive change? Mm-hmm. I would probably say between that 25 and 35. Like, yeah. like that to me was a decade of realizing like, ah, I didn't know it all. You know what I mean? Because like, because I, there was like, I was there. And so yeah. it's like that decade for me really was, I don't know, maybe 30 to 40. I'm not sure. Um, but just that time of where, I don't know, the discovery of who I really am, not who I was supposed to be or who I created myself to be mm-hmm. for the appeasement of others. Or what was what was handed to me as who I should be. Exactly. Or like, yep. yeah. And here's the thing. Maybe you're listening to this and you're 65 or 70 <laughs> and you're realizing that you've never gone through that journey to mm-hmm. discover like who you really are. Start now. Start now. And I, you know, and I, I it is... It sucks. I'm not going to lie. Like, I mean, there's, there are some fun parts of it and being like, Ooh, what do we get to learn today? But there are certainly pieces of it that are like, oof, I'm going to have to like dig deep and this is going to hurt to dig this out and figure it out. And like, it's, it's not an awesome process, but I think that, like you said, I think that I am, I know that I am more myself today than I ever have been. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that is just really important. And I think that it's it's really important to figure out who you are and what you want from life and go after it. Love that. Mm-hmm. What a perfect thing to end this on. Yeah. Um, so friends, there you go. This was spurred by a conversation about a tattoo, which led <laughs> to a conversation about change and who we are, but also who we're becoming. Mm-hmm. And we just thought, you know what, let's just, let's have that conversation on a podcast that's exactly what we did. Yep. Sherry Beth, I don't know what question to ask them. I'm not even sure because uh, a lot of these questions are very personal. They are very personal and we never want people to feel like they have to share pieces of the life that they're not comfortable sharing. So yep. um, if you're comfortable sharing, mm-hmm. maybe um, here's what we want you to do. Oh. Go to YouTube. Yep. Look up Leg Life Podcast. Yep. If you have not subscribed, hit that little subscribe button. For show. And hit the little bell icon so God. you know when we have posted. You're so good at this. Um, and <laughs> uh, and then find this podcast and and leave a comment of a way that you have changed. Something that you maybe used to hold dear that you no longer do. Mm-hmm. One of the things that we do in my work events, we always end with this thing, and I'm just thinking of it now. Mm-hmm. We end with this process called take away and leave behind. Yeah. And so you say, you like reflect on the training or the weekend or the day or the activity, and you say, what is something that I need, based on what I learned, that I need to leave here? Yep. Maybe it's like a misconception. Maybe it's a lie that you've been believing. Maybe it's something that like you've realized just isn't true to who you are. Like what is something that you need to leave behind? And then what is something that you're going to take away? Yeah. What is something that is that is a good reminder, an, an encouragement, an inspiration, like a liberating truth that you're taking away? Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, as, as you were saying that, I just thought about that. I was like, oh, it's kind of like take away, leave behind. Yep. So, yep. yeah, in the comments, like tell us what what is something you have or need to leave behind. Mm-hmm. And then also like, what is something that you need to like a liberating truth, more. something yep. you need to embrace more. Evolve into. Boom. Look at you. Yeah. Do you think the tattoo will happen soon? Well, I'm still working on the drawing of it. Okay. Do you want me to draw? Uh, well, if you want to. No, probably best if I don't. 
Yeah, let's be really honest. <laughs> I'm not really sure yet. So I'm still working on that, and I'm also still not 100% on where I want it. Oh, you said you do want it to be somewhere visible. I want it to be somewhere visible, but I don't know if I want it on, like, my forearm or if I... Because I've, I've been kind of going back and forth, and we're going to just talk about this a little bit of a rabbit trail for right now. Just oh, real quick. Okay. I I don't know if I want Evolve kind of written down my forearm. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be my left forearm if i want evolve on one wrist and become on the other i've been throwing that around a little bit um i don't know what like how scripty i want it because i know if you get really scripty it can just sort of look a little yep hard to read over time yep um and i don't want that so i don't know i'm 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 still working on the drawing and if i settle on a drawing i don't know where i want it yet but i'm so we're still very we're early in the phase. Very the developmental stage. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Friends, we love you guys so very much. Thanks for <laughs> listening to the like, the blah, 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 blah. Yeah, all right. I'm going to try it one more time, Okay. Kate. Thanks for listening to the Like Life Podcast. <laughs> hey, good job. <laughs> Woo-hoo. We love you guys so very much, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.